Hollywood. This is Hollywood and Friends. Thank you for tuning in. However, you're tuning in. Be sure to follow me on social media at I am Hollywood. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Follow my producer Stacy over here at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just remember BLU is how you spell blue. We're here every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you for listening. What we do over here is get into what's hot in these blogs for the week. In our own little way. It's not always going to be buttoned up, politically correct, but we're going to talk about it, what the people are talking about in these blogs. And let's, let me tell you what we're going to be talking about for this week, what's hot in these blogs. So first off, it's an election year, 2024. Election day is November 5th. And so right now we have a lot of talk about who people voting for, who they're not voting for, why there's a lot of misunderstandings, there's a lot of misinformation, there's a lot of people out there saying things that they think they know and they don't really have the full aspect and scale 
of it. And I'm tired of seeing it. So I'm going to talk about today is a lot of talk about Biden and what he hasn't done for the people. So we're going to just get into that a little more. Um, The other candidates, we're going to talk about something, a lot of things, politics we're going to get into today. Also, uh, Marlon Wayans was hot in the blogs this week for the statements he he addressed the long-standing debate on black men wearing dresses in Hollywood. And is it okay? Is it not okay? Is it emasculating? Is it you selling your soul if you do it? Do you have to do it in order to be successful? That whole thing. They asked Marlon Wayans about it. He spoke about it. We're going to talk about it. And also Taraji P. Henson. She's feeling now that her comments that she made regarding her work on The Color Purple, and not only just Color Purple, she talked about her experience on the set of Empire even, but just, you know, that whole pay disparity and the comments on whether they had their own trailers, they had to drive their own, themselves to set, all of that she feels it's unfairly overshadowing the movie itself. So we're going to talk about that. And is it? Um, yeah, we got what blows mine, which today will likely be incorporated a lot into my po- politics talk. There's going to be a lot of what blows mine thrown in there. We might not even have to do an official what blows mine later on, but we're going to kick this show off today how we always do. And that's with the question of the week. This week's question of the week is, what are you getting tired of more? The older you get, you know, you get older, you just start, you have less tolerance for a lot of things, I guess. Right. So what are you getting tired of more the older you get? Some responses from social media is Lean and Me 86 on Instagram said prices raising nonstop. And kids wearing just hoodies during winter and summer. <laughs> That's become a thing. If you know, you know. I don't know what's going on, but if you go in any like hood around the world, around the country, you're gonna see a lot of young people wearing hoodies in the middle of August, in the middle of summer. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, Lena Mean is is tired of that. Uh uniquely underscore Brooklyn said, going to work. Shit, I know that's right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What are you getting tired of more though that you get? For me, <clears throat> um, bills, bills, and just yeah, bills. <laughs> the older I get. The more responsibilities I get, the more things I have to pay for to live as an adult in America and tired of it, getting tired of it. Um, What else? Let me see. What else? The older I get. Um, People (laughs) in general. Nah, but just people not like um, taking the time to like learn or or better themselves i guess 
I feel like when you get older, you should get wiser. And I feel like that's not necessarily the case for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I'm a, if we get any more responses for the question of the week, what are you getting tired of more the older you get throughout the show? I'll read it, but let's get into what's hot in these blogs. First things first. I'm just making sure my uh, camera is situated properly. So also, if you want to see us, you can hit up YouTube, youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. You can see our faces and not just listen to us. But what's hot in the blogs? Let's get into it for this week. It's election year, right? So November 5th of this year, we will be choosing whether we're going to have Biden for another four years or whether someone else who's as of right now, still, I don't even understand why or how is looking like it's probably going to be 45, AKA agent orange, AKA Trump is looking like he is still the front runner for the Republican party. And what I'm seeing a lot that's happening on social media right now is a lot of talk about what President Biden hasn't done. And particularly what he hasn't done for Black people. I'm seeing that a lot. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of misinformation inside of what I'm seeing on social media. I feel like when you go in the comment section on a lot of these blogs, I feel like you see a lot of bandwagon comments, a lot of people just saying the same thing. And I feel like a lot of people don't fully understand what they're even saying, or they're just saying stuff just to say it. I feel a lot of these comments are. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it. Um, so what has Biden not done is what I'm seeing a lot of. So what I want to talk about today, I want to point out some of the things Biden has done because I'm not seeing enough conversation about what he has done. And so we're going to run down the list. I'm not saying that I am the most like political person by, by far, but what I do uh, take pride in is facts and just looking deeper than the surface level of what we see as the headlines on blogs and stuff. And I'm not going to just judge that and take that and feeling like I know politics. You got to really like look into things and research because it's an agenda. I feel there's, um, there's things that are put out there purposely to try to steer a certain narrative. And if you don't do your own research and due diligence, you'll be lost. Literally, you'll just be going based off what they want you to see and know. So um, first things I want to point out is the unemployment rate is the lowest in history as of right now. And between 3.5 and 3.8%. 17 states alone are at three or under 3% even. Um, another thing Biden has done regarding the student loan debt, which I've seen a lot of comments about what he hasn't 
Dunn hasn't forgiven and maybe yours wasn't forgiven. And I feel like a lot of these comments probably didn't even go to school. They probably don't even got student loan debt and they just want to say like, oh, he's been saying this since he's gotten office and he hasn't done nothing. It's like, actually, he has. If you would have looked into it, you would have known that he has with his administration forgiven over one hundred and thirty two billion dollars in student loan debt for more than three point six million Americans. These are factual numbers that you can research and look up yourself over 132 billion in student loan debt um what else has biden done he's pardoned thousands for who was in prison for jail for marijuana charges for just non-violent drug charges particularly marijuana pardoned thousands um one thing that's real important that a lot of people aren't talking about is he signed a trillion dollar infrastructure bill to repair our roads, waterways, bridges, and railroads, and um, to improve even the water quality in a lot of states, which is super important. No one's talking about that. Everyone's focusing on student loans, and that is even wrong in what they're saying. Um, he, what else? Health insurance is more affordable, lower drug costs. Um, what else? He donated, signed legislature that donated so much money to HBCUs, which is important. Um, it was announced today that 93 million in grant awards to 20 colleges and universities to support research and development at HBCUs. Um, what else? 78, seven, seven billion to HBCUs. Another thing he's done. What else? Um, gun violence reduction legislation is the first major piece of gun safety legislation in 30 years which is going to require or which is requiring enhanced background checks for people. What else has Biden done? Because a lot of people are focusing on what he didn't do. Um, ended the war in Afghanistan, which was the longest war in United States history. What else has he done? He appointed the first black women woman on the Supreme Court, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. Um, what else has he done? And these are just things that I, I picked out while researching. I just picked these certain things out because it's things that people aren't talking about. And all you see, if you go on social media right now, is Biden hasn't done X, Y, Z, particularly for Black people. But what Biden hasn't done anything for Black people. A lot of the things I named right now affects Black people more than it affects any other group of people, including the student loans including the pardoning of the people for marijuana, including the infrastructure. Because if you know, you know. Um, what else I want to point out? What Biden has done. So um, he also signed legislation this year to address the racial wealth gap. And that comes in the form of, it's something called the, the Further Advancing 
racial equality and support for underdeserved communities through the federal government. It's designed to address systemic barriers that hold communities of color back from prospering. This is Biden's second racial equity executive, executive order. Um, so as I mentioned, funding for HBCUs and also indigenous tribes and new programs to help close racial disparities in job and housing opportunities. These are all things that he is has done. It's, there's certain things that he's still like pushing to do, but also to understand politics is to understand that the president isn't just the, the end all be all. A lot of people feel like just because someone is the president of the United States and they're in office that they just got all the power in the world. And that's couldn't be further from the truth. Like, yeah, he can pass certain things. He can make executive orders for certain things, but it's only but so much power that the president himself can just do on his own. Congress plays a major part in whether certain things happen or don't happen. And I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to that enough, even when it comes to the midterm elections. Even when it comes to your, your, the local elections, people got to focus on those more. You got to start from the ground up and, and put people in these seats that actually can, when a certain president get in office, help him to pass these things. It's the same thing they did with Obama. Like, and oh, Obama ain't do nothing for black people or hey, blah, blah, blah. Like y'all expected Obama to get in that office and just like snap his fingers in just make all the black people's worries and things go away. And it's like, that's not how politics work. I like to say the president is kind of like the face of the nation. He's really just like the spokesperson in a sense. Like he only have, but he don't have that much power. Like the power is in Congress. The power is in the Senate. The power is in the House of Representatives. And the power is in your local people in your in your local towns when you get those little flyers and pamphlets in the mail about your um any little like office district xyz like those type of things we we should start paying attention to more um yeah so still continuing on this political talk we're talking about today so as of right now it's looking like Biden will be the nominee for the Democratic Party to run for another four years. Um, on the opposing side, it's looking like 45, a.k.a. Trump, is going to be the nominee on that end. Um, Ron DeSantis was in the race, but he just dropped out, actually, and is now endorsing Trump because he knows that he don't stand a chance at this point. Um, Nikki Haley is still in the race, but <clears throat> she don't stand a chance. If, if I'm being honest, Nikki Haley don't stand a chance. Um, the only thing stopping the Trump train from getting in that on that ticket is jail, honestly, at this point. And it makes me wonder, like, 
what's going on with these trials? Like the trials ain't trialing them quick enough for me because he's facing so many uh, indictments. And when when is the trial going to happen? Because your boy is specifically saying that a president should have immunity across the board. And it might be part of the reason why he's running right now to begin with. He might just want to get in the office just to avoid jail time. If he could have his way, he feels no matter what, even if what a president does crosses the line, aka cause an insurrection, <laughs> to name just one thing, he should be pardoned and um, have immunity no matter what. So they need to move that, the these charges, things, trials, what have you. They need to put some put some gas on that. Cause I don't know what's the hold up right now. Like y'all need to find a courtroom or something. Like <laughs> y'all need to speed that up. And because that's the only thing that's gonna stop that train. Um, so if that don't happen, it's highly likely that it's gonna be a Trump Biden ticket come November. <clears throat> and I'm seeing too many people jumping on the bandwagon of what Biden hasn't done and why they're not voting for him and giving Trump praise for a stimulus check. And that's the most disappointing thing that I'm seeing with a lot of a lot of my people, a lot of my 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 young people who aren't really invested in politics and or even care honestly, and just care that they got a stimulus check is very, very disappointing. A stimulus check that Trump himself did not, was not responsible for. Congress was responsible for that. The only thing Trump did was make sure his name was on that. So when you got it in the mail, you seen it and you thought that he just was in there signing off on this. That's the only thing. Trump had to do with that stimulus check. And if you think because Trump's getting Trump getting back in office, you're going to get another stimulus check in the mail. You're wow. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. There's so much things at stake. You got to really look deeper into what Trump wants to do when he gets in office. And if you agree with that, hey, cast your vote for him. But for, for my people, the, the people who are come from where I come from, you're not going to uh, like a lot of the things that is at play here. So I think a lot of people just got to do their, their, their research, their due diligence. Um, yeah, as well. I want to address also the comments Nikki Haley made when she said that America has never been a racist country and also in the same breath saying that she experienced racism growing up it's like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth here like is is it not or is it and how can you fix your face to say that america has never been a racist country like what are you from here like have you seen america like make it make sense also, I learned that I didn't even notice. I honestly, I thought uh, Nikki Haley was a white woman. I did not know that Nikki Haley was Indian. 
and she changed her name like not even mixed both of her parents are indian and i don't know why she changed her name but i could only imagine she changed it because of america and to be more palatable i guess to to be white passing maybe even i don't know why she changed her name but her her actual born name was nimorata rand randawa she's indian both parents but got the audacity to say america has never been a racist country i'm curious to know why she changed her name because I'm sure it's because of America and, and, and maybe you felt it, you would get further by not having a name like Nimarata Ranwa. <laughs> like, come on, Nikki. Um, yeah. Another thing too, cause social media is playing a huge part in politics this year. And it's, it's social, social media should not be, your source for information regarding politics because even the the sites alone the companies alone um meta um instagram facebook twitter whatever they all have the power to block certain things let certain things reach the surface let certain things be more visible and it could all be propaganda. It could all be an agenda to try to sway people one way or another. Um, I mentioned earlier that what blows mine is probably gonna be intertwined in this talk I'm doing today on politics. Um, one of the things is I seen an interview or piece of interview Pierce Morgan did he was on the breakfast club. Um, for one, I don't even understand why they had Pierce Morgan on the breakfast club, but Hey, um, Pierce Morgan, who, if you even watched some of his show, you already know what he stands for. You already know some of the things he said and how he doesn't, he's not for us, us. He's, he's not for us. If you watch me on YouTube right now, you see what I'm doing. He's not for us. And so for him to be on a predominantly black listener radio show to speak about why he feels the Democrats should not move forward with Biden as the person on the ticket is, is mind blowing to me. Like, it was given like who who authorized this like it is it was i don't know what agenda they they got going over there but why would y'all have someone who clearly clearly doesn't care for us and clearly supports trump to be on the breakfast club acting like he cares about the Democrats and why, what we should do. <laughs> like that part was, was wild to me that they even gave him that platform to speak on that. 
Like he's not some neutral person who just, you know, cares about America. Like, nah. And you got people who probably don't know any better who would be listening to The Breakfast Club and getting this information from Pierce Morgan, who may have already been feeling like because of misinformation, Biden hasn't done X, Y, Z. And now they're listening to Pierce Morgan acting like he cared to say why the Democrats shouldn't have Biden on the ticket. That may just sway some of them to be like, you know what? Yeah, he's right. I don't know. I feel like you would never see um, someone who clearly and 100% supports Biden on Fox News and on, on, a, on, a, on a syndicated right-wing program to act like they care about why Trump shouldn't be on the Republican ticket. Like, you wouldn't see that. So I don't know who authorized for Pierce Morgan, who's a journalist, if if you want to call him that, to have some say. Like, who cares what Pierce Morgan has to say? But that blows my <laughs> and blew my. But yeah, all I'm going to say is for people to do your own research, do your research on what Biden has done, what the plan is for the future. Um, If you still feel he's not the right one, whatever that it's your prerogative to vote however you want. But just don't go based off headlines you see on social media and misinformation and wrong information about what you think Biden hasn't done. Um, Another thing, and this will probably be the last thing on this political portion of today's uh, show is another thing that blows mine is a lot of people, I've seen there's one person who I follow who shared a video of a person who was addressing this interview that Michelle Obama did recently where Michelle Obama was expressing what worries her and what, um, in a sense, keeps her up at night. And when it comes to younger people not voting, et cetera. And this person was on TikTok and was addressing why she was surprised at what Michelle Obama said would keep her up at night and proceeded to give what she felt was a list of other things that should, that she would expect would keep Michelle Obama up at night. And she went on to attack Obama and running down a list of things, calling him like a war criminal and how he dropped bombs and X, Y, Z, naming all of these countries where Obama dropped bombs at and all of this. And this person 
posted this on their page. Um, I thought about what I, whether I wanted to say her name or not. I'm not going to say her name, but I will say this person has a lot of influence. Um, they, um, their whole brand is about being smart. And a lot of people look to her for, for information. It's, a, it's the reason I even follow her because I do feel she's smart. I do feel she makes a lot of good points when it comes to issues. But her reposting this girl's video on her page, I feel was irresponsible, especially posting it without no context. Because I feel like if you are going to post something like that, you should you should have followed it up with more context. And she didn't do it. And this person was basically saying why she wasn't voting. And then you got someone who has this influence, who has millions of followers, who's reposting this, not in an agreement to what this girl is saying will probably entice a lot of people to feel like, yeah, I'm not voting either. Which is super irresponsible to me. Not to mention this girl clearly don't understand how, how politics work, how government work. And talking about Obama Um, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me when you think about it. I just want to say real quick before we move on, um, when Obama got in office, you got to think about who was in office before him and what he inherited when he got in office, including, um, how old, eight, nine-year-old war that was going on at the time as a as a president new president getting in office that stuff don't go away um america as a whole had an agenda to at the time take out who they felt who we felt was responsible for 9-11 which was osama bin laden so all of that 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 went down during that time, the war, the the bombs that this girl was pointing out, that was America. And trying to that that was kind of like America's number one agenda after 9-11, right? Get the people who's responsible. The eyes were set on this person and Al-Qaeda. And that was the goal. Get him by any means necessary. And I feel like it's unfair to put this blame of who was bombed and how and when all on Obama when 
like I mentioned earlier, the president is just the face in a sense. Like it was America. It was the institution, if you will, that is America that that was the, the goal. So I feel like a lot of younger people, um, Gen Z, get the information from TikTok. And I feel like it's a lot of like holy information, if you will. Like it's like one-sided in a sense. It's not like the complete picture, I guess I should say. And people go on that app and watch these videos and think they know what's going on. And I feel like they got to like come off that app and, and do some, do some other research outside of watching a 90 second video clip compilation of things that, that went on and thinking that, you know, what's up. So yeah, that was another thing that blew mine this week when it comes to um, politics, not voting is not an option. I mean, if you don't want to, you don't want to, but I feel like if you feel like, I don't want either of them, I'm not voting. Just know that other side is not feeling that way. They're gonna vote because they're looking at the, the bigger picture. Even the people who may not like Trump, that's in that party are going to vote because they they they're looking at the bigger picture they're looking at the end game it's like it's the reason why somebody like DeSantis could drop out and now support Trump who probably said some wild shit about him <laughs> while running because it's the it's the bigger picture so we got to look at the bigger picture. Another thing too is people feel like um, there's, other, there's other choices, there's other options, which there is. But I feel like the talk of other candidates need to happen sooner. It cannot start January of an election year and expect that you can rise another candidate up to compete with who's already like 20 steps ahead of you. Like I I've been seeing that talk a lot on social media too about, oh, y'all act like it's just Biden and just, and it's like, actually it is. As of right now, <laughs> it is. He's the only one who stands a chance at beating Trump. The only one as of right now. And I feel like that talk needs to start sooner. If y'all want to put somebody else, if y'all really just don't like Biden for whatever reason, the talk of having somebody else should have been happened two and a half years ago. People become so passionate about 
who we don't want and how there's other people too late in the game. It's already at, we're at the 11th hour right now. Like election day might as well be tomorrow. And it's too late to have that talk. And I feel like it's a cycle that, that con- consistently happens like every four years, every three and a half years, right at the end game, people want to get passionate about, nah, it should be this person. Like, look, da, da, da. And it's like, it's too late. Have that talk sooner. Be as passionate in year one of the person you don't like's presidency as, as year three. You got to be as passionate and start having those discussions sooner. There are other people out there who could be president, but they're not getting the support they need sooner. And then there's this talk of Biden's age. And I ain't going to hold y'all, not for nothing. When I see videos and pictures of Biden today, <laughs> it, we know the presidency like ages people. And we've seen it happen with Obama even. Like your man's went in with jet black hair and by years six or seven, his shit was full gray and white. Like it, it ages you. It's a stressful job. It's a stressful position to hold. So factor that in to somebody who's, 102 now i'm exaggerating but you know um it's it's aging him so when i see biden today he <laughs> your man's he looks i ain't go he looks he looks bad he looks old he does he does he looks like i don't know it, like he looks old <laughs> but the people who are like trying to put age on it and saying like, oh, he's too old to be president, knock it off because Trump is only two years apart from him. So if you're going to say that, say that about Trump too, because he's right there. They're damn near the same age. So you can't say that. Um, in general though, overall, I do feel like Maybe it is time for like younger, a younger um, president. I mean, Obama was pretty young, I guess, considering. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Biden, you you do be looking, you do be looking old out here. You you make these people's arguments about your age like look like it's true when when it's not like you you are very capable of doing your job but your man's be out here looking like he from that movie with um what was that movie with will smith um i am legend (laughs) your man's be out here looking like one of them thanks Someone said Biden works out and Biden works out. Trump eats donuts, burgers, and sits on his ass all day. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the age, age ain't got nothing to do with it. Um, Biden is, is clearly capable of doing his job. And, it, and it's stressful. It's going to age anybody. So you factor somebody in who's 80 or so like, is going to add even more years on them. 
because y'all be stressing. Y'all be stressing the president now. Nah. <laughs> imagine that's that's a that's a tough job. Like, but yeah, I think that's gonna conclude my political talk for today. Hopefully, y'all gained some knowledge on what Obama has done for us. Um and why we need to look at the bigger picture and how we need to focus on our local elections. We need to really focus on the midterms when those come about. We need to have that same excitement as we do for the presidential election. We need to really get out there and we need to do our research and look at the people from the from the ground up and, and start putting people in place. This is a game at the end of the day. It, we're never going to have someone who can just do all the things they set out to do once they get in office. If Congress looks the way it looks and Congress is doing everything in their power to stop it, like when Biden announced even the student loan forgiveness, like it was immediately like shut down, like, nah, that can't happen. And all of a sudden y'all looking at Biden like, oh, he didn't do this. But what he did do was find a way around it to actually put another plan in place to actually get $132 billion in debt relief. I know somebody personally who got theirs relief. So if you're one of the people in the comment section who saying that he's lying or he's been saying it since he got in office, either, I mean, you probably just didn't get yours, um, forgiven um maybe you didn't qualify for whatever reason or i feel like a lot of them probably didn't even go to school they probably don't even got loans to be forgiven and just in the comment section join them bandwagon but if we want somebody who can get the things done we gotta do the work from the ground up that's it off my soft soapbox. How that saying go? Stepping off my soapbox now. Um, let's move on real quick. What else hot in these blogs for this week? Marlon Wayans addressed the whole debate. This has been like a long-standing debate about black men in Hollywood wearing dresses and whether if that happens, if that means they sold their soul, or do black men have to wear a dress in order to be super successful illuminati is thrown in there's a whole lot of things that's thrown in today when people talk about black men and dresses it's, is it emasculating uh marlon wayans was on this radio show and he addressed those comments he said that conversation is silly when they asked him how he felt he said you're talking to a black man that put on a dress the conversation to me is silly it's a negative thing that is only in black people facts he said we have for some reason been programmed to look down on the craziest parts of our spirits we're supposed to embrace our past our history our heroes different levels of comedy he said robin williams puts on the dress and wins an award his community embraces him we're labeled by our own people that is not an artist mindset when you're an artist you go out and create art and this debate, this has been a longstanding thing that um, has been happening. Um, it was brought out 
most recently with the Cat Williams interview that he did with Shannon Sharp. And he pointed out movies like Big Mama's House and um, Medea, Tyler Perry movies um, as as caricatures of Black men and how it's emasculating um, Black people. I don't know. It, It depends how you look at it. For me personally, my thoughts is it's different when you're a comedian. I feel like if you are at your own free will creating a character that where it may come more funnier dressing up as a, a, a um this this woman. We all know white chicks was hilarious. And I don't know what it is. It was something about it. Like it was, it was funny. That's it. Bottom line, it was, it was, it was hilarious seeing these two, the story of these two um FBI agents or what have you go undercover as two white women. Like, where do you where do you see that happening that other than in comedy? And it was just that it was comedy. A movie like Big Mama's House, who again, you got this FBI agent or whatever, Martin going undercover as this black woman like it, it it was just for the sake of comedy and it was funny in my opinion and i feel like when you are on a, your own free will doing this then it's not emasculating no one's forcing you to do this no one's saying you got to do this in order to be big like and 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 they're com- even the way they are dressed as women is clearly like comedy. They're not like just like cross dressing and like on some serious um, angle or matter for you to feel like it's emasculating. Like it's clearly a character that's meant to be funny. And I feel like if that's the case, then it's it's not emasculating. Like. It doesn't mean you sold your soul just because you did that. Um, but to each his own, if you if you feel that way. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, last but not least, what's hot in these blogs? Uh Taraji B. Henson is back in this bitch. She's back on our show. Back in this bitch. Um she we we spoke about her comments um a few weeks ago about her what what went down on the set of the the color purple regarding they wanted them to drive themselves to set with a rental car they didn't have their own trailers they didn't have food the first couple of days during like rehearsals and how she had to call Oprah up to get things right and she even spoke about her experience on um empire and she had to try to fight for trailers that wasn't infested with bugs like you know it's a thing a thing that black women in hollywood has to go through and face the obstacles when 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 um creating movies and stuff like that but taraji feels that that her comments are overshadowing the film the color purple she was on a today show and they asked her about um, 
her honest belief in the media letting her comments um get bigger than they were meant to be i guess so taraji said in regards to that she said and what you're not gonna do is pit two black women against each other not on my watch and that's about the room of feud with her oprah she said i hope they the media can focus back onto this film because right now to me it feels like what i said is now becoming louder than this beautiful film and that's not fair to me or anybody in the film the film deals with women who are oppressed, who live in an oppressed system, men and women, and all the characters in that film, except for the white people. So that movie is about healing. That movie is about sisterhood. And yeah, are, are Taraji's comments becoming louder than the film? Maybe, because that's all people talk about when you, when you see things, or not all people talk about, but that's the part that's going to make the blogs and be the headline, not Taraji's performance in the movie, which was amazing. No one's talking about how amazing she was. They're talking about how the set life was and Oprah and her not look, getting an eye contact on top of the Empire State Building. Like, shit like that is going to make the, the blogs. So... Yeah, maybe it is over overshadowing it and it and it is isn't fair. Um should Taraji have said what she said? I mean it it's her truth. Um but I guess being in this business long enough, she probably should have known that it was gonna be taken as a soundbite and just like spread. But maybe she didn't think it was gonna get that crazy, but Still, Color Purple is, is a, a good movie. I think everyone should still go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. And yeah, still, fast shout to Taraji. You, you dope. Don't, don't feel like you got to like not speak your mind ab about, about things. Like say that shit. Get that, get that shit off your chest. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it. And that's going to conclude the podcast for today. And what's hot in these blogs? In case you missed it, you could go back and re rewind it. Start it from the beginning and check it out. And I already included my what blows mine in the mix of my political talk. So there's no need to do that anymore for today. Let me check if we got any more responses for the question of the week before we get up out of here. In the meantime, in between time, be sure to follow us on social media. If you're on Instagram, you can follow the podcast page is at Hollywood and Friends or Facebook is facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. You can even email us if you want. Uh, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com. Follow me on social media at I am Hollywood. Just take note of how it's spelled my name and follow my producer Stacy over here for holding it down at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just remember BLU is how you spell blue. And if you want to see us, see our beautiful faces, youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. And that's it. We're going to get ready to wrap this thing on up. And yeah, that's it. We out. Go do some research and vote. <laughs> we out. Deuces.
Hey, 